a star for his heart. Chapter 3 Ripples Corazon took off his jacket, letting it fall onto the diner chair. Off on his hat, he took a pot from the cabinet and settled it on the heated stove. God, it feels so strange to talk to her. He thought alone in his room. She doesn't know anything about this world, not even about double fronts. He smiled to himself as he remembered the stressed reaction to the snail phone. When he had gone to the island, it had been to restock. But, like all travelers, he found himself drawn to the island and the need to explore ever-present. He walked along the island for two days, enjoying the feeling of nature and the lack of people. Corazon opened the oven and placed the stored dough unsure of what her taste consisted of. He then stretched out his arms and he noticed how small she was and how off-put she had been when he stood beside her. The stretch made the scar on his chest ache and he lowered his arms fast. When on the island, he'd walk deep into the abandoned land hoping he would find some fun spices or herbs to bring back with him. He'd been cutting vines when he heard a very familiar sound of metal hitting metal. Instead of moving on, he explored finding the oval pond. He removed it from its vines only to find a beautiful woman trapped in a glass and metal pod. She looked so peaceful, dark lashes on rounded cheeks, extremely curly hair decorated like a lion's mane, tan skin and a full figure. He was mesmerized, enough to touch the pod with his hands, feeling the cold glass. She looks young, he thought to himself. At least young for his 42 years. She could be around her son's age. He wrapped his brain around potentially having found a star person. It had been rumored that people were finding them trapped in pods and they were all beautiful women. He never bothered to look, instead just preferring to lay low after he'd retired from the Marine Corps. Not that he really wanted to stay. He wasn't going to hunt down his own son, even if he was adopted. And so, he decided to leave her there. But found himself returning every couple of hours just to make sure she was okay. Not once did she sir. Not once did she open an eye or murmur a single word. And after two more days of visiting the pod, he was determined to leave. Until he saw a giant ship making its way to the other side of the island. Though he hadn't decided whether to leave her there, when the moment came to, he could not let himself do so. Instead, he took the day trying to open her pod and take her with him.
Christ. He was unsure of his actions. As she looked so perfect, like a sleeping princess. And he'd been the villain who'd woken her. Exposed her to a world of violence. And if someone were here, to even suspect that she was a star woman, they'd surely come after them. But he pushed those thoughts aside. Estrella was just charming as she looked. Her amazement brought him happiness to his rather lonely existence. She'd given him a chance by not immediately lashing out against him, even though she was confused and in danger with him, a complete stranger to her. Her life was in his hands, and he took full responsibility for it. But he knew that his motives were selfish. Yet, that wasn't going to stop him now. He plated the food, setting it on his silver tray, bringing it straight to her room. He of course put her in the room right across from him. It was the safest and closest place to him. He knocked on the door, and he heard a soft shuffle of her feet against the floor. Oh, thank you, she beamed as she opened the door, gesturing for him to come inside. He smiled as he entered, placing the tray upon her desk. And she sat on her bed, which looked comically big for her small stature. I'll just leave this here. Oh, it's okay, I really don't like eating alone. She says with a smile. Well, I guess I could just bring my food here then. He walked away, his heart a flutter, but his mind scolded him. She's perfect, but not for you, old man. He quickly made himself a plate and grabbed a bottle of ale. And when he returned, she was awaiting, patiently, her food in the tray beside her bed. Hey, corazón, she said in a low, soft tone that made his ears perked. Said, handing over a full cup of ale. I don't remember everything, but I'm pretty sure I was a waitress, and I kept seeing this older woman, and she kind of looks like me. I think she's my mom. Things are coming back to me very slowly, and it, it feels weird. It's like I'm learning all this stuff with you, and I still have like memories of a distant self. Corazon's heart ached, and he wished he could help her, but this was something he couldn't do. He only hoped that Chopper could help. I can't imagine how confusing this must be for you, but we are headed to the east, and the fish ship should be meeting us at Amazon Lily. It's an all-woman's island, but they're allowing us temporary residence. Hopefully Chopper, the doctor, could help you. Wide dark eyes looked upon him. Don't look like this. No need to be nervous. Her lips pout. What kind of doctor is named Chopper? In that, he genuinely laughs, snorting and shedding tears. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Trust me, you won't think of that when you see him. They genuinely enjoyed each other's company, 
and when he suggested showing her the rest of the ship, she gladly agreed. They strolled around. When they finally came back to his room, he was exhausted. This had been more interaction than he had had in months. But he grinned himself to sleep that night. <laughs>